this this the first twenty seconds of the beginning of the episode's all you. Okay, what uh episode number is this? Oh, 26, girl. 25, 26. Let me look that up real quick. I think it's 25. 25. Oh, I messed it. Okay, not that I messed it up. I need to... I understand that some were taken off, but I hate that, like... Okay, we're on 26. Okay. Maybe. Let me see. Let me double check. Nope, we're on 27. We did 26. Okay. It's just how, like, they're on there. I have to, like... order? Yeah, I have to, like, take them all down and then re-upload every single one so it'll be in the right order. I'll probably do that tonight. Um, okay. the scenes work. Right? Okay. So, all of this will be pushed around somewhere else. Um, the... This time is yours. Okay. My stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Welcome to episode number 27 of Days and Amuse podcast with your hosts. My name is Kirsten. My name is Dee. How is everybody today? We're great. (laughs) Got some lo-fi pain in the background. Yeah. We're drinking some Fazoli's strawberry (laughs) Italian ice. Did you watch that strawberry go up? No, I didn't. Okay. But it was delicious and it almost gave me a brain freeze, but but it didn't. So. It just, I don't know what it is about these strawberries, like the real strawberries that are in there. They just hit on a different level. Because they've been sitting in strawberry juice. That's why it's the best. <laughs> I'm like, give me more. Yeah, literally. I like getting from Starbucks those refreshers and getting like extra berries put in it and like extra strawberry puree and like I'll get like a lemon acai refresher. We should like do that afterwards after we make our candles. Yes. Making candles y'all. Actually if this becomes successful or like if we figure it out like that could be merch that we easily put on our Yeah. <laughs> On our content, our, yeah, our merch. That's that's the big goal for twenty twenty two. I wanted to do it this year. It just didn't work out. Like I realized, I'm learning more to go with the flow. Even though you plan shit out, sometimes it doesn't go as you plan. Um, but I definitely like. That's the big goal for next year. Yeah. So y'all can have shit to buy and rep. Why is this so low? Hello? Okay, okay. (laughs) I didn't realize I was talking low, so. Yeah, and you always, I feel like you always amplify it, too. Oh, you right. You right? Um, what we smoking? Oh, um. Some grape kush. And I have orange, orange pie. Orange pie, oh my god, it's so good. This one we have to smoke, um carefully okay because i didn't have a tip and i didn't want to roll all the way to the end so i like finessed it so you just i mean it works it smokes like a regular fucking yeah you just have to like not squeeze down yeah (laughs) hey if it's if you can light it on fire and it's joint i'll smoke it i almost said if you can light it on fire i'll smoke it but then they might get the wrong idea yeah there's there's something I saw on TikTok the other day, somebody was showing how to melt 
something on oh cook a popcorn kernel on a spoon and the way they was doing it i was just like uh, this is not okay yeah dude i um am on prison talk sometimes <laughs> and he uh was basically saying like oh they know we have cell phones so they took all of our electricity and so they took a wire from an exit sign ran it down next to like the baseboard and behind this little rubber flap and dude they were like using the electricity from an exit sign in prison to like it's like charge charge... phones and stuff that's crazy yeah yeah the things you man if anybody gonna be ready for the zombie apocalypse prisoners (sighs) okay um Oh, so you said Grape Crush? No, no, no. Grape Kush, right? Kush. Let me see. Also, would you ever write a prisoner? <laughs> um, It depends. Uh, it depends. It would have to be... like Okay, so... I would like to pick because, like, deadass, I... Um, if I'm going to write to somebody, I'm going to write to person of color yeah you know okay grape kush <clears throat> i'm doing the same thing <laughs> great kush from leafly says uh it's a short one it says <clears throat> dj shorts grape kush is a productive marijuana hybrid strain that has sharp and fruity aromas the effects excuse me, are long-lasting and powerful, inducing euphoric head effects and a relaxed body. Body. And then let's see if there's orange. Oh, it's not orange. Oh, this is cool. So it says, Grape Kush effects. 56% relaxed. People reported feeling relaxed. 51% reported euphoria. 32% reported sleepiness and then it says negatives 29% report feeling dry mouth 17% report feeling dry eyes and 8% report feeling headache isn't that crazy I never got that far on Leafly I didn't know that happened yes they'll tell you if it's close by you and and all of that okay um so I they actually don't have a lot on orange pie but I will tell you when I smoke orange pie I feel like it definitely is a head high more than it is body. Um, if you have, if you're new to smoking, I wouldn't recommend it because it is a little bit heavier, and it tastes delicious. Yeah, I've tasted it. As soon as I tasted it, I looked at her and I said, "What's that? <laughs> what is that? That freaking thing?" Okay. Um. So. Let's light some stuff up and get to this week's episode. So, um, if you have been on the internet as of late, um, you know there's a little bit of drama that is surrounding uh, Nicki Minaj and the former member of Little Mix, uh, Jesse Nelson. Um, And essentially, uh, they came out with or Jesse Nelson came out with a new song um, called Boys. And 
Nicki Minaj featured on it, okay? And so the music video came out and everybody essentially was looking at Jesse Nelson like, who is that? Um, because she just had a lot of differences in mannerisms that like are blackfishing literally blackfishing you looked her up yes yes girl yes girl yes girl yes girl oh my god can i tell you guys yes i look up the name jesse nelson and the next thing that like that google suggests underneath my search is before blackfish and then under that it says jesse nelson blackfish and then under that, Jesse Nelson, Nicki Minaj. Under that, Jesse Nelson, before. Well, she used to use the N-word, apparently, too. And she'd be like, oh, I'm just using it in a song. Oh, um, my gosh. But so so the big controversy came from when Nicki and Jesse were on a, I want to say, Instagram Live. And Nicki Minaj, um, to, like, try to support Jesse. Um, was like, there's so many singers that tan a lot. Nobody says shit to them. There's so many singers that, you know, get their boobs done, their butt done, you know, the, the wear wigs, all this stuff. And then she tried to say that essentially, also including black women, like they be wearing blonde hair down, down blonde weave down to their ankles. Like, you know, who do you, what black person you know has blonde hair? And it's like, one, I need you to like, research about your people because there are there are black people african people like who have blonde hair blonde hair and blue eyes yo yeah (laughs) it's called the eve gene like (laughs) and so it's now this big everyone it has people talking like not that we haven't been talking before and calling out you know those who are black fishing because like it is a double standard especially when it's like those same features when put when looked at on a black woman because it's their natural features or whatever are it's deemed ugly or hypersexualized um so it's just weird and i want to give i realized i like jumped i jumped the gun a little bit um so for those of you who may not know what black fishing is, um, I'm going to give you a, a dictionary term. Um, this is actually being pulled from Newsweek. And black fishing is a term that became popular uh, primarily in 2018 um, when a, a reporter by the name of journalist Juana Thompson um, was sharing a thread highlighting several non-black public figures who had used makeup, Photoshop, and cosmetic surgery to appear black or mixed race. Thompson tweeted, can we start a thread and post all of the white women cosplaying as black women on Instagram? Let, uh, let's air them out because this is alarming. Black fishing has been compared to blackface, the racist a century-old practice of non-black person wearing dark makeup often to mock the features of black people. Black fishing is when white public influencers do and um, the like do everything in their power to appear black. This can entail tanning their skin, 
um, sporting hairstyles, fashion trends pioneered by black women. It is a racial masquerade that operates as a form of racial fetish, fetish, fetish. I can't say that word. Fetishes. Fetishism. No. Well, I can't even say it. <laughs> Fetishism. Fetishism. <laughs> what is it? Fetishism? Mm hmm. Okay. On social media, they are curating a performance of themselves that is relevant on appropriating parts of black culture. It's. They. She, the same Thompson, um, goes on to explain that they participate in it without wanting the full experience of blackness and the systematic discrimination that comes with it. They might think that it operates as an homage because it appears to honor the black style. In this case, they graphed off what academics have called the aesthetic deco that um, attends black culture. In reality, black fishing situates that Salas a commodity, this has the effect of reducing a people with specific history to a series of appropriate traits or objects. Black fishing is one form of racist, is one form of racist love. That's how, how we appropriate otherness and that it is rooted in white privilege. I know that was a mouthful, but like it's true. If you think mm -hmm. about all of the people who have profited off of, off of changing the way they look to look more black or adopting black features, um, one of the main families that is on uh, that is American culture today, the Kardashians. They literally, I I feel like the the two who have not changed to look more black or have black features has been Kendall and Courtney. Mm -hmm. The other three, like, and don't get me wrong, like, I have a love-hate relationship for them. But the other three, like, very much so, whether it's overlining of the lips for bigger lips, whatever, whether it's enhancing their butt, whether it's how, you know, the wigs and how they wear them, the nails and how they do them the people that they're with, like all of that has a direct impact of being able to, it, it just, it diminishes the black experience in the sense of we can't sit there and say, well, I'm being discriminated against at work because I have box braids. Because then now you're gonna have a white person be like, well, no, I wore box braids and they didn't say anything to me and it's like, yeah, because you're white, like you're mm -hmm. you're missing the whole point of it. Like you can get away with it because you aren't fully experiencing it. Like you're you you don't have to worry about the discrimination that comes behind it because no matter what, you're going to be viewed as white. Yeah. Just like trendy. Yeah, it's or it's like, you know, People see that and they're like, oh, you did something new, you know, and it's like, but like you said, if it came down to like a workplace thing, like who, who's going to have an easier time getting off of, of, you know, that issue. And it just makes me think like, remember how teenagers like dress whenever we were growing up and then like how they dress and like do their makeup now, like back in the day, like I feel like. 
raccoon eyes were a thing. Nobody knew how to do their eyeliner. Like, contour, what the fuck was that? Blending what? Yeah, I feel like all of that became came up as a part of, like, the black culture of, of like, you would see these video vixens and as they called them back in the day, who had the big lips, who had the big butt, who had the, like, hourglass shape. Mm -hmm. And, like, growing up and seeing that, you now had, like, these women and girls, unfortunately, who were, like, mimicking that earlier and earlier. And, like, it became, like, I don't know when the switch actually happened because I remember, like, back in the day, it used to be, like, big thighs, oh, my gosh, like, curves no way like Mm -hmm. it was all about being like real thin skinny and small yeah and i remember that i remember it would be like some kind of um tv show or something and you know they would make a comment and the way to tell someone that they were getting fat would be like you know your butt's getting big Mm -hmm. and it would always be like a negative thing and you know and now big butts are celebrated for the most part. People are risking their lives yeah. to get big butts. I I found out that the um, BBLs is one of the most dangerous surgeries you can have. Yeah, because they're taking fat and injecting it, you know, and and they don't know where they're injecting it at. They can be injecting it straight into a a vein or art, you know, artery that goes up to your heart. Like it is super dangerous. Really? Yeah. Nobody, I never knew that. Nobody ever talks about that for real. At all, at all. So it's just like, ooh, ooh. And I remember growing up and and always being like, I can't wear, you know, the typical fashion of the time because I was like, dang, like, my my fucking, I got curves. I'm a thickums. I'm a thick old girl. And I remember that's when apple bottom jeans came out and it was like, yes, like, or, or baby fat. We're like, we got something for us. And I feel like that's when I first started seeing like the shift of white people adopting more of a black style. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's been happening decades and decades over and over, but like, I feel like that's when me living it, I started noticing it because you would see like all these white celebrities walking around in baby fat. And I'm like, well, that was made for, like, curvier girls, you yeah. know? Or, like, you would see them wearing apple bottoms, and you're like, what is going on here? Yeah. Or same with the Air Force ones. You remember how you were telling me about the TikTok? <laughs> I feel like people culturally appropriate shoes, you know, nowadays. And I know that's, like, people can make feel like, like, oh, that's reaching. I don't give a fuck. Here's the deal. Like, who who introduced those to us? Nelly. Okay? Rappers. Okay? Give me two African-American men. I need two per. Yeah. And, you know, then there's Jordans, you know, and the Nike, um, what are they called? The fucking, like, the Air. The Air Max. Air, not even Air Max. They're, like, the Nike Dunks. I don't know. Where they're, they're the shoes that you can get in almost every color. They're, like, up to here. They have the swoosh. Like, they're, they're like, the, at your Oh, ankle. The, okay. I, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, those, I feel like every every white girl that dates a black dude has a pair of those dunks, or they have a pair of Jordans, or they have a pair of Air Force Ones that they don't take care of. 
Yeah. And it was like, guys, like, where, don't, like, be yourself. Like, be yourself. And, and it's, I, I feel like it's, it's tricky because it's, it's a two-way street. It's like, one, being like, hey, don't appropriate this. Like, it's disrespectful as hell. But then two, you have people like Nicki Minaj who are defending these people who are like, no, like, you know, I don't have a problem with it and I'm black. Okay, but you're missing the, like, here's the point and you're like going all around it and everywhere but it. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't know how, and and it just, it really just confuses me. Yeah, and by all means, everybody, wear whatever type of shoes you want to wear. Live your life. But, but just, just like, think about the connotation behind yeah, it. Yeah, just think about, like, what it looks like to other people. Especially, like, you know, when that never used to be a thing. Like, if you know <laughs> before you started, like, if you are dating someone who, if you are a white person dating someone who is black, and you know before you were wearing your fucking... Ugg boots or or goddamn <laughs> boat shoes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, was, I thought you was going to say it. I thought you was going to say no, it. No, I was trying to think. But like, like, and you notice that all of a sudden you're wearing more of like Air Force, Air, Air I can't Air. <laughs> Air Force ones and shit like that. Like, think about like why. If you find yourself, like, you know, fucking, I just, I just, I just can't. Like, it, it really, I don't think, like, how much of a slap in the face people don't realize it is, how it is, because, like, black women for so long has always been deemed as, like, not beautiful, and then now you're taking the features of black women, applying it somewhere else, and now that's the beauty standard? Yeah. That's fucked up. Like, think of it this way. Like, it'd be like wearing your hair in an afro. Like, like going like going and getting a, a perm, but, like, if it was possible for you to get a, get your hair done to a point to where it looked like natural black hair, if it was, you know, whatever color your hair is. Yeah. Like, it's just, it would just be like, huh? Or, like, you know, and I'm not saying, like, black people can't do this or black people can't do that. But, like, how would they feel if, like, someone who didn't grow up in, like, southern Texas, like, say all of a sudden everyone in the Midwest just started wearing cowboy boots or something? Like, they'd probably be like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, and especially, like, I, I know people want to want to bring up, like, well, black women straighten their hair and they get weaves and this, that, and the other. One, it's, it's a different connotation because, like, protective styles are a thing in the black community mm-hmm. that helps our hair grow. But two, for so long, we were told, like, your hair's too kinky. Like, you need to straighten it. You need to look more professional. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, where all of the straighten, the perm, the relaxing of the hair. Mm-hmm. They like flat irons and, and straightening combs and, like, all of that shit. It came from being, like, well... I have to compete in a world where I'm already deemed less than. And now, like, I don't want to give them any excuse with something as simple as, like, my hair. Yeah. Like, people have lost their jobs over their hair before. Like, yeah. Or not got hired over yeah. their hair. Their name, every all types of stuff. <sighs> so, um, but 
with that being said, even though the Kardashian Jenner family is like the most known for it, um, we do have examples of other people who have participated in some form of black fishing. Um, one iconic one that we can bring up, and I feel like it's like a trend among some um, white pop singers. Um, but think of it like the Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. She went through a phase of where she was adopting a lot of black mannerisms and at the expense of like getting paid, getting a paycheck, and then turned around and was like, oh, you know, rap music is degrading to women. Bitch, you were thriving off of that. <laughs> yeah, you made a rap song. Yeah. And like, I also think of like, Katy Perry, she went through her phase too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's 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 weird because like you you look at these people and you're like, yeah, like they did go from being like Becky on the block to like Becky on the block, you know? <laughs> um so but um we have some more specific examples. Um, Kirsten has a really good one, and I feel like it's one that we can really in in deep it, really get into it because I have my thoughts as well. Okay, so first up, we've got good old Ariana Grande. Okay, now all I want you to do right now, go look up. Ariana Grande, black fishing, before and after. It speaks for itself. I can I can stop talking right now, <laughs> and you would know everything you need to know. Okay, if you've ever seen Victorious, right? That was yeah, I was literally about to be like, think of when you first saw Ariana Grande. Where yeah. was she, and what does she look like? Yeah, with her red hair and her fair skin. Okay. Flash forward to a couple of boyfriends later that happened to be African-American. No, I'm kidding. At least one. And that skin changed. I don't know what time or when it happened, but that skin changed. I, I want to say it was around Big Sean, but then I think about it. Okay, so rest in peace, Mac Miller. I feel appropriation. Uh, 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 wait, appreciation. I feel like he's a good example of appreciation and not appropriation. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. We, we'll talk about that at the end. Um, but who did she date after Mac? I know his name. Almost got Pete Davidson. Yeah. And if he ain't the most appropriative motherfucker I've done seen, like, she, she went from dating an actual black man to dating a likeness. No offense, Mac. Sorry of a black man and then like another caricature. I'm not even gonna say like likeness because like I feel like that's what it is when it becomes like, when you see these people acting in such a way because that's how they have the stereotype in their head, they're fucking caricatures. Mm -hmm. And then now she's with her husband who Is white. <laughs> so, with that being said, look up the photos before and after. 
Ariana Grande blackfishing. Okay, not saying any, I don't have any other comments about any other part of her life. I'm not saying she's not a great singer. Don't come for me. All I'm saying is that stuff happened, so. Yeah, she got some explaining to do. Yeah, because if you look at her Instagram right now, after you look at those pictures that I told you to look up, if you look at her Instagram right now like I did, you'll see her skin has returned to almost its natural shade. She's doing it slow. <sighs> bet you bet you by 2023, she'll look like her original self. What? My brain was stuck on the year. I'm like, 2023. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. after this year ends, by January 2023, she'll probably look like an Italian woman that she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like even though we have been talking a lot on, like, white people blackfishing, um, on this episode, um, this next example I feel like is from the um, Hispanic and Latin, Latinx uh, community, and I feel like it's something that's not talked about often as well. It's just been kind of like you know this pass of we're all people of color and have a shared experience in a sense, which we do, um, but. Um, Daniel Lee, what is it, Danny Lee? Mm -hmm. So Danny Lee, okay, so I feel like she, I, when I first heard her song, it was that, um. The Levi's? No, mine was that song where she, uh. Little Baby. Uh, 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 hold on. Just a rope for me. You a joke to me. Uh. I'm about to I'm about to play it. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is a great example. I just want y'all to listen to some of the words. Just listen to some of the words that she says. Where where's the remote? Hear me out, y'all. Just listen. Hold on, you need me to. If you didn't hear it, huh? she said the N word. So, like, that's the first song I heard of hers. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, you know, she black, she, you know. And then I, then I heard the Levi High song with, with, that person who also will not be named on our podcast anymore. Um, and I was like, okay, like, okay. You know, I just assumed, I know I made an ass. Then it comes, she does that fucking song. Um, that yellow bone song. You remember she was trying to plug that shit for a little bit. And in the lyric, she says yellow bone, Oh, okay, so the reason why it was kind of distasteful is because she had that weird thing with the vape. <laughs> yeah, they were dating. Yes, and 
people felt like she was making a jab at his like baby moms who is darker, like a dark, dark, darker skin woman. Mm. So her lyrics are yellow bone. That's what he want. Yellow bone. That's what he want. Prada me and St. Laurent yellow bone. That's what he want. Um, and it like, there's already so much colorism within the African American community on its own that stems from, um, slave times but like mm-hmm. we don't need someone who is in this it was at this time that I found out she's not black she's just Hispanic she's Dominican she's and not Afro like she's not an Afro Latino Latina she's like who we are yes um so after hearing that it's it's like almost like a bigger slap in the face because you're creating this song that's supposed to celebrate lighter skinned women when that's already a problem in our community and our society, especially. Yeah. Like, and it just, it was very distasteful and like people tried to like call her out on it. Um, so, uh, so on, on Twitter, <laughs> someone said, why is Danny Lee a non-black woman creating a colorist ass inflammatory song called Yellow Bones? Someone help me understand. And then another said, Danny Lee, do your parents know you're out here pretending to be black? (laughs) So then she, rather than just taking the L like it is, responds with, why can't I make a song for my light-skinned baddies? Why y'all think I'm hating on other colors when there's a million, when there are millions of songs speaking on all types? Why y'all so sensitive and take it personal? God damn. And I said, uh, is what he wants. Not what the world wants. I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about myself. Stop playing with me. <sighs> Which it was like this. I, I just want artists like Danny Lee and Nicki Minaj should just like stop and think. Like, why are people saying that I'm wrong in this position, or this person that I'm defending is wrong in this position? Like, how is this, it's not about, like, how it's always affecting you. Like, you may not give a damn. Okay, cool. How is it affecting others? Because no matter what, you have some influence on the culture and how things are are thought, what is deemed okay, beautiful, accepted, and what is not. Like, how hard is that to, like, understand? And, like for a moment be like damn I fucked up you're right or be like you know what you were like hella white and and dressed like a white girl and like here we are doing a song that is more hip-hop based and like you're 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 adopting different mannerisms like maybe yeah you're right we shouldn't have did that boom yeah problem solved I can't believe I like when B told me that Danny Lee wasn't black, I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Since when? <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, it's just like how everyone was mad at that one lady who pretended like she was a black woman who was like in the NAACP <laughs> like, yes, or whatever. Yes, yes. Like, 
what's the difference between that lady and people like Danny Lee? Like, one of them's just famous, so everyone's like, we respect them. Like, what? Because <laughs> they have money, we're going to let them pretend like they are connected to a community in a very intimate way. Because they have a baby who's half, they're, it's fine. And like I'm not saying that you can't have some level of appreciation like that's not saying like you can't be out here and not that's not saying there can't be white rappers you know Mm -hmm. like like for bringing circling back to Mac Miller like if you look at how he was back in the day before he got famous, he still was dressing the same way. Mm-hmm. Like he had he didn't change from when he was a nobody to when he was a somebody and that's where the difference comes in. If they would have acted and had the same mannerisms this entire time and it wasn't this switch up all of a sudden now that they have eyes on them and and a little bit of 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 name fame to their name it wouldn't be that big of a deal but it's the fact that you're putting on a certain persona for clout yeah to make money to be liked stupid (sighs) well with that being said I'll close the sleepy (laughs) um you can follow us on TikTok or Instagram at Dazed and Amused Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Dazed Amused Pod. You can follow us on Facebook at Dazed Amused Podcast. Um, you can join our Patreon for $1 a month. That's $12 a year um, and receive behind the scenes kind of stuff we're actually about to make candles and that's going to be a behind the scenes so if you want to see that in our conversation like you're gonna have to subscribe yo um (laughs) but that uh yeah that's on patreon.com slash days and amuse podcast or you can go to our website and scroll down and click the link and find it that way um and our website is days and amuse podcast.com um, let me see. Am I missing anything? Email us. Oh, yes. If you like to email us, if you have a topic you would like us to talk about, you want us to shout something out, um, email us at daysinamusepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and... And people are dry racing outside because... We're in... We're we're in a city that should we're feel the like there's nothing going on like that. So, this is people are weird. Um, they're just speeding up and down the road. Like, how many people around here have sports cars? I'm about to be like, I'm about to go out. Call there. the police. <laughs> no, uh, that's like my mom. My mom would call the police and be like, "Yes, I heard tires screeching multiple times. This one had an accident." Girl. Oh gosh. Her mom's black, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Before y'all try to say something. Yeah, and I especially have a bone to pick with Danny Lee because my mom is, you know, African American and she's dark skinned So. <laughs> like. The
Thank I'd be you. trying to make a song about these so-called, you know, different colored people that you feel like are, you know, somebody wants somebody. No. People <laughs> love need to love people because they love who they are. Period. Um, okay, so... Oh, yeah, that's fucking it. We'll see you next week. All right, bye, hoes.